0: everyone, this is Naomi Chia, and welcome to my first Provincial Instructional Diploma Program podcast. Today we'll dive into a fascinating topic from Barclay and Major's book on Student Engagement Technique number 28 Case Studies. Case studies are a powerful tool that engages learners in real-life problem solving and cultivates critical thinking skills. They are widely used in higher education and professional development To create an active, problem-based, and student-centered learning environment. Here's how to design and use case studies effectively in instructional practice. First, educators select a case study that aligns with the course material and learning objectives. Then, they provide the relevant background information and context for the case, along with a set of guiding questions for students. These questions could include inquiries like what's the central problem? What hypothesis is being tested? What evidence is needed to support or refute the hypothesis? What conclusions or recommendations can be drawn and why? What valuable lessons can be learned? Learners study the case, grasp the issue, and engage in collaborative small group discussions to analyze and solve the problem. They work together to reach a consensus on approaches to the problem and answers to the questions. The group can then present their findings orally to the whole class and or submit individual case analysis reports. After the group work, the educator facilitates a whole class class discussion to encourage learners to share their insights and findings discussions can also be linked to the key concepts thought to reinforce their new learned knowledge. I'd like to share why I've chosen this student engagement technique and how it's been transformative for me. As a public health graduate student from Johns Hopkins School of Public Health, the number one public health school in the United States, I found individual and group case studies to be incredibly valuable. I want to emphasize that my learning experience had a stark contrast when I studied biostatistics at Zhejiang University in China. At Zhejiang University, the professor's teaching style was fast paced lecturing with minimal interactions. It became overwhelming for me. I skipped classes and barely managed to pass the course. I was not interested to learn anyways. In contrast, my experience at Johns Hopkins was remarkably different. The biostatics course, as well as other courses like the epidemiology and other public health nutrition courses, incorporated case studies in lab sessions and group work, providing immediate practical application of theory that aligns with how adults are. Um, adults are problem-centered and desire immediate practical application. Even during the lectures, our professors engage with us, check our understanding, and re-explain complex contents or concepts differently. As a non-qualitative inclined outlier among my classmates. This interactive and supportive approach significantly boosted my confidence in statistics with a p-value of 0.05, a rare fit in the world of numbers. These case studies not only kept me actively engaged but also resulted in a deep understanding and appreciation of the material thought and high academic scores I had the opportunity to design, implement, and evaluate public health programs, investigate a foodborne outbreak, and conduct statistical analysis of real-world data to explore the impact of vitamin A on infant mortality and children's growth. The beauty of this approach extends beyond immediate success. I found that I retained key concepts long after graduation and successfully passed the public health exams for government positions this technique aligns perfectly with my philosophy of adult education which is constructivism this theory suggests that individuals actively learn and understand through experiences and interactions with their environment case study analysis in a group setting promotes collaborative construction of knowledge, and leverages social learning as proposed by Albert Bandura. Students observe and learn from their peers, refine their collective understanding on applying the knowledge, and enhances their problem-solving skills. Lastly, case studies provides hand on experience, which is at the heart of experiential learning According to Kolb's theory, adults learn best through active participation and reflection. This not only engages the students, but also ensures lasting, deep learning. So let's look at the pros and cons of using case studies in group works. Studies found that the use of case analysis contributes to better understanding, enhanced teamwork skills, and improved critical thinking. Relevant and engaging case studies help students grasp course content and learning outcomes more deeply. And this kind of small group assignments foster collaborations, which further develop students' communications and teamwork skills. Lastly, case studies challenge students to analyze situations, identify issues, and develop solutions leading to improved critical thinking. Studies also found that case analysis in group work could lead to free writing, unequal participation, and groupthink. Some group members may not contribute their fair share, but still receive the same score as contributing members. Free writing could lead to frustration Instructors can address this by setting group agreements and using peer assessment. Dominant personalities may dominate discussions, leaving introverted or less assertive students less inclined to speak up. Instructors can promote diverse opinions by setting clear group agreements. Group members might conform to the majority viewpoint, avoid sharing their own opinion, which is a phenomenon called, called groupthink, which stifles diverse perspectives. Conformity pressure could lead to biased decision-making and reduced effort effectiveness in collective problem solving. Instructors can counteract this with upfront group agreements to encourage open discussions. Let's discuss the role of students and educators when using case studies. As a student, they actively participate, they have to critical think, and they have to self-direct their learning. Through learning by doing, students become active learners by engaging in discussions, group activities, and peer interactions. They read, analyze, and evaluate the case, and they contribute their insights and opinions. Instead of passive learning, students are encouraged to think critically. They can ask questions, challenge assumptions, and weigh different perspectives and solutions. In case studies, students take charge of their learning. Answers aren't just handed to them. They analyze the situation, research additional resources, explore solutions, and develop recommendations. In case study, Educators serve as a facilitator role to create a supportive learning environment for case studies discussions. They answer questions, guide discussions by posing thought-provoking questions, and ensure inclusivity. Instructors also can role model critical thinking during decision-making and problem-solving. They demonstrate to students how they assess information consider options and explore various perspectives in class. Thirdly, instructor's role is to provide timely and constructive feedback. This kind of feedback could guide students and boost students' confidence. This feedback may involve acknowledging contributions, offering guidance, and providing extra support when needed to keep discussions on track. In summary, my learning journey through engaging case studies not only transformed my learning experience but also left a lasting impact that continues to benefit me today. It perfectly embodies the principles of constructivism, social and experiential learning. Offering a rich learning environment and making it a Powerful and enduring approach to education. They encourage active knowledge construction, hands on learning, critical thinking, and interactions with peers. And students play a more proactive role with educators as a facilitator. This multifaceted approach has consistently proven over time its effectiveness in a deeper and more comprehensive understanding of the course content and its real-world application. And this wraps up my first podcast on Student Engagement Technique 28 case studies. I hope you gained some new insights from it and enjoy my podcast. Thank you. See you again.